Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin, and today we're here to break down and give our insights on Smile. Now, I know what you might be thinking, hey, you know, spooky season is technically over, but this is like a delayed uh, response from us because I was uh, I was a little worried going to see this. I was like, you know, I, I feel like I, I need to have a good night's sleep. Uh, I was finally able to muster up the courage for whatever reason. I've been watching scary movies all through October, but something about this movie really creeped me the heck out. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh. But here we are talking about it today. And this is going to be the last um, horror movie, at least for now, to close out our spooky season with a bang. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcasts on podcast platforms around the Internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is optics with an X. Or you can email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, it, it feels like forever. How you been? What was the last thing we did? Oh, Anola Holmes, which comes out as of this recording, comes out this week. But yeah, how's your weekend, Ben? How's your Halloween? Well, it was a pretty relaxing Halloween. Didn't really do too much yesterday. Just kind of stayed in and watched that terrible football game. I'm sure your uh, your buddies yeah. weren't weren't a fan of that one. They were not. But hey, we didn't have a great run either on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not even worried about the season anymore. It's just, just it's just no. whatever. Browns, Steelers, Ravens, Bengals. I mean, some may say that we actually have the best like division in the entire league, but I got to say, I think the Ravens are the only team that are like actually outperforming everyone this year, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, it is what it is, but it, it was, it was very hard. I, I knew we were going to get destroyed by the Eagles. I, I, I knew that yeah. was going to happen. Like, but last night's game, I actually did not, I watched a little bit of it, like small little tidbits here and there. I was uh, busy doing other things and, I was like, oh, yeah, a lot of my uh, friends are Cincinnati Bengals fans here in town, so they were not happy <laughs> at all. Or Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, they're basically, they're, they're right there. They're on the border. They might as well be a part of the great uh, uh, bluegrass state. <laughs> but yeah, as for me, for my Halloween, um, actually, no, what did you, did you dress up for Halloween? Or did you do anything like during the weekend? Um, I did not dress up for Halloween. Mm. I saw you were, uh, you were a, quite, quite a strange costume, stranger costume. Yeah, yeah, I was Dusty Vaughn, a.k.a. Dustin Henderson from Stranger Things Season 4. Dustin, you know, with his Hellfire Club shirt on. I went to a little uh, Halloween get-together on Saturday, and it was fun. Some people dressed up, some people didn't, but um, everyone was like, oh, you have the Hellfire Club shirt on, you know. but It's a cool shirt just to have in general. I know. I'm very happy that I bought it. I actually bought it off of Netflix's website. Like, I know you can, like, buy them, like, elsewhere. Like, I think um, 
like Spencer's and stuff like that. They might have their own, but yeah, I bought mine straight from, from, from the source. <laughs> got got go. that high quality one. So it's very, very important. But ladies and gentlemen, as we are here today, we're here to again, close out our spooky season with a bang. And we're going to be reviewing smile for you guys here today. So really quick, before we get into our review, we're going to get into our initial reactions and then spoilers. And then of course, let's get into our final thoughts and then our ratings. And then we'll kind of talk about what's coming up on the podcast that you should be uh, looking out for. So Devin, are you ready to smile? (laughs) Are you ready to smile? That was, Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. Of course. Yeah, Devin is holding up a little smile poster. Of course, this is an audio podcast, so we have to explain everything to the listener as if we're an audio book. Before we get into it, it actually, just so people know, it actually came down to either, uh, what was it called, Pray for the Devil or Smile. Yes. I ended up seeing Pray for the Devil Friday, and it was just very, very average. Very paint-by-numbers, play-by-the-book exorcist movie. So I'm glad we went with Smile, because I think Smile's better. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we went with Smile as well cuz I know I was wrestling with that. I mean, there's some some, you know, scary movies I'm like, eh, horror movies when it deals with a lot of the extras and stuff. I'm like, I'll leave that, you know, over there. But yeah, I'm glad w- that we decided to uh cover Smile over uh Pray for the Devil cuz everyone's been talking about this movie and there was quite a few people in my theater. Like it's this movie's been constantly making it's money. It's been how long since it's been out? Almost going on a month, I want to say. I mean, it took me a good while to watch. September 30th, so yeah, almost exactly a month. I'm surprised they're still in theaters, but I think Top Gun, um, I don't know if it's in theaters still, but I know the uh, physical copy is coming out soon or if it's not already out uh, on like Blu-ray and DVD and, and such. But I know that had a very long theater run as well but yeah i'm actually kind of glad i went to go see this so ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back after this introduction to smile it's a mysterious nightmarish roller coaster of an experience that i think you're going to want to talk about with your friends as soon as it's over how are you feeling today and action Teach an audience what they're meant to be afraid of. What happens when you see it? It's smiling at me. Think about where they're going to expect the scare to be coming from. And then do the exact opposite. Pull the rug out from underneath them. I wanted to dive into this definitely because of the script. Great conversation with Parker before we started shooting. Reading the Parker script, that's what drew me to it. This is not real. It's real. I chose to use the smile to represent the evil in the film because of the strength of the inherent contradiction. Ah! I wanted to see if I could turn a smile into a threat, something that feels dangerous and evil, and see if I could use that to really creep audiences out. And we are back with our smile review. This movie was insane. I don't know why it took me so long to watch this, but I'm still glad it was showing in theaters, you know, on Halloween. Of course, it'd be kind of odd if they didn't, you know, show this on Halloween because that's when I went to go see it. So that was one Halloween movie that I watched on Halloween. And then 
I watched the original Halloween. You know, I haven't watched it in a while, and I was like, you know, it just seems kind of fitting, but did not get around to those last two Mike Flanagan movies. I might pop those on, uh, but we shall see. But I did tackle Gerald's Game in Hush this year and Bly Manor. So I, I feel like I got my, my Flanagan th- and The Midnight Club. Oh, my gosh. So I definitely got my Flanagan fix in. Yeah, this this year. So um, so to introduce the cast of this movie, uh, this movie is directed by Parker Finn and written by Parker Finn as well and stars uh, Sozie Bacon, uh, Jesse T. Usher, a.k.a. A-Train. I knew you'd be excited when you saw A-Train in there. <laughs> And uh, Kyle uh, Gallner as well. And the story is as follows. After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality, which it's pretty much on the nose. Like it is, whew. but I'm actually, I, I'm, I'm going to save mine for last. I want to, I want to hear what Devin has to say about this movie. So Devin, give us your initial reactions for smile. I feel like I should have uh, come back and seen it. It's been a month since I've seen it. I, I don't have all the, <laughs> all the scenes memorized or anything, but um, yeah, my, my initial reactions a month ago, I guess if I could dig back in my brain were um, that it's, it's a very well-made horror movie overall. Like it's, it's very, very well acted, especially Sosie Bacon. Um, for those of you who don't know, Kevin Bacon's daughter, which is very I interesting. I, I knew I, I had a feeling. I didn't want to assume though. Kevin Bacon of them slash they slash them fame. <laughs> I think I think his daughter's got the better movie of the year so far. That's for sure. He might have the better special of the year though, with that Guardians of the Galaxy special. That's true. He's he's still got some more to come. But yeah, I think I think she did amazing in her role as the main character Rose, and then there's some great supporting actors as well. We mentioned A Train, got Cal Penn in here, Rob Morgan, who's a, a veteran actor. So yeah, it's very well put together. Um, there's some good scares throughout. It, it's overall just very creepy, the atmosphere and, and everything around it. Um, I would say the story, it, it becomes a bit generic, just kind of your run of the mill, like curse type of movie, like, like the ring or like the grudge or it follows where it's just kind of, there's a curse that follows people from, from death to death and you have to try to figure out why and what's happening. And then there's the grand finale at the end, which I, I found kind of funny at parts, just the, the monster that we got at the end just kind of looked a bit interesting. <laughs> wasn't wasn't didn't look very scary to me. I, I kind of like was chuckling at certain parts points when it's just another kind of tall lady monster. It seems like a theme that's been going around in horror where you just kind of get very tall, lanky monsters. But this one just kind of looked funny to me. I don't know. But overall, it was, it was well made and I had a good time with it. Yeah. So speaking of tall, lanky monsters, that reminds me of Barbarian, which you can actually go and yeah. stream on HBO Max right now. And I thought that was... <laughs> I actually just uh, rewatched it uh, Sunday with the family. I made them watch oh, it. Oh, how did they like it? They liked it. I-, I told them it's my favorite horror movie of the year. And they were like, no way. It can't be that good. See... Yeah, I see. I've been trying to wrestle with what is my favorite horror movie of the year. I know there's a few that we haven't seen. Um, of course, I haven't seen Pray for the Devil, or we both haven't seen The Invitation, but I feel like that's just another like 
not a knockoff, but it just seems so similar to Ready or Not. But it just, you know, a little bit. Of, it feels like two of the same movies were made. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like two of the same movies were made for sure. But for my uh, initial reactions for Smile, like I said, I I'm I'm looking at the poster right now, like on Letterbox, and it's it's still creeping me out. Like it's just so weird, and there's so many effective jump scares in this movie that aren't lazy by any means of the imagination. And it's, I, I was on the edge of my seat, mostly the entire movie, but I thought this movie was well shot. Um, I thought it was uh, pretty well, well written for what it is, but I really, they they went kind of crazy with the, with the drone shots. There, there are quite a few of those throughout. For sure. <laughs> but I, I really like how it tackled like how trauma and mental illness can like pass from like one person to like another. So I thought that was like, you know, the the main theme of what was going on. But of course, you know, it is like this evil entity, not you can say it cursed, but they're not necessarily possessed. So it it was freaky man there was at least maybe 10 people in my theater watching this on halloween like i think we went to like a 12 30 showing um if not but yeah it was i mean there was there was like five like there might be more than there were in the theater i was in for pray for the devil i think that i think maybe just kind of came and went nobody really talked about it yeah because i I I mean no, I'm not gonna lie. I, I looked at that that Ron Tomato score. I was like, oof. It didn't look bad, but I'm like, it wasn't like great either. I'm like, is this is like another just very generic. Yeah, I thought it looked very, very generic. And I was like, eh, maybe, but it, I was for a smile, I was so terrified because the jumpster scares got me. I mean, you know that they're coming, but they're so well placed out. And for this being like an original film that was originally supposed to go to uh, streaming, I believe, at some point. But I don't know when they decided to make that shift over to the theater. But, I mean, sitting in a dark room, you know, with people around you, like, it was the most effective way to watch this. And... <laughs> I mean, just the themes and the ideas of, you know, how it's like you said, for it follows. It's like that stuff's been done to death. But at the same time, it was so effective here. But I really, really enjoyed uh, Sosie Bacon's performance. Like, and of course, (laughs) A-Train. Yeah, Yeah, she definitely um, carries the movie without her. It definitely would have lost some of its uh, power. A train dipped <laughs> again. Yeah, he was like, "No, I'm gone." <laughs> he dipped again. But I was, I was very surprised of how good this movie is, and I don't know if I'll ever own it. But like, if it's, I mean, if I really want to get creeped out, this is one. It, this this reminds me of when we watched the Night House last year, because mm-hmm. that jump scare. There's a few jump scares in here that weren't shown in the trailer. There was one with the head thing. Yeah, that was the really good one in the trailer. Yeah, but the rest of them were pretty... Like, I mean, the trailer did a great job of not showing everything. So that's what I really appreciated about it. But enough of me chitter-chattering on here. Uh, Let's get into spoilers 
really, really quick. But before we do, Devin, is there anything else you wanted to mention before we uh, we move on here? I just wanted to give a quick mention. It's kind of just been the the year for original horror. Like it's been mentioned on Twitter before, but a lot of successful movies have been original horrors. We get we had the the Black Phone, Barbarian, Smile. Just a lot of original ideas in horror. It's it's refreshing for people. Fresh. That's another one. Just popped in my mind. But. Oh yeah, that's right. Fresh did come out this year. Wow. Did you watch that? It's definitely showing that there's a market for people to go see original horror movies. Like, mm-hmm. I think I think that's a good sign for the future. But yeah, fresh, I didn't uh, see Fresh, and it was it was really good. Yeah, yeah, I remember. That. I was like, my gosh, I totally forgot that. I, I mean, even though they slash them is not the best horror movie in the world, it was origin. I mean, it was an original movie. It just wasn't. It wasn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and that's all I can really say because, yeah. Yeah, we had, I mean, just for horror altogether, but like you said, for original horror movies, it was, it's been, pre- I mean, I got, I would, I would call Morbius a horror movie because that was terrifying. <laughs> Not like, yeah. <laughs> terrifying, but in a different time. way. It's Morbin time. And of course, we also had men as well, but I don't, I'm not sure if you saw that. I think that is one that you might have uh, missed. And of course, we had bodies, bodies, bodies. I know you're not super crazy about it, but yeah, it has been a really, really good year for horror. I mean, especially with X and Pearl as well. So yeah, it's it's been crazy, man. Like, my gosh. I mean, <laughs> I would never <laughs> recommend the only movie... Out of all these, I would never recommend would be they slash them. <laughs> yeah, my gosh, it's, it's just rough. I was kind of disappointed. I was like, "Oh, Kevin Bacon, yeah, this is going to be amazing." Nope. And I mean, whether or not you can see, oh, yeah, you praise, just you just said another one. Nope, can't forget that. Oh yeah, that's my gosh. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Nope came out this year as well. Um, yeah, it really has been a great year for horror. And there's a few others out there that I actually have not um, been able to watch, but yeah, just a, a great year for, for originality and horror. You can honestly say that you can say that horror has been carrying the film industry of 2022. And, and I can also say that outside of horror, I think TV has been outshining movies altogether just because we've just had so many amazing TV shows this year, but yeah, I would actually say that horror has been uh, carrying this this year on its back, and it's been doing a really great job. So, Academy, if you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening, you need to give me a goth that nomination. <laughs> That's yes. all I gotta say. You know what? Throw Sozie Bacon in there too. I don't care. Yeah, might as well. Kiki Palmer. I've thought that out there too. Oh yeah, of course, Kiki Palmer. Yes, yes, Kiki Palmer as well. Um, and you know, and yeah, if if there was like a, a exclusive like horror like that's like supporting actor and actress, that would be very interesting to say to see. I I want like a horror the Scream Queen Award, <laughs> the Scream Queen Award, or like a horror movie Academy like its own separate award for all things horror because you got to give them some kind of recognition. It's literally the only genre that like the entire Academy just like blocks out of their memory. It's, it's the weirdest thing ever, but ladies and gentlemen, we're about to get into spoilers. So that is your first spoiler warning for smile again. 
That is your second spoiler warning for Smile. So if you haven't seen it, I mean, I know we're talking about it late, but better late than never. It's still showing in theaters. So definitely go see it if you can. If you've already seen it and you're listening, welcome. But so let's get into spoilers here really, really quick. There's not a lot to spoil, actually. Right. So I was going to say, I guess it is just the because the entire movie, you know, it starts with this one girl who you know, comes into uh, the hospital and speaks to Rose about the things that she's been seeing. And we obviously don't know what it is. We haven't seen it up to this point. So, of course, the curse gets passed on to Rose as she witnesses this girl, like, violently just, you know, slice her face. Great start. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Great start. And then from there on, the entire movie is about... Her, you know, about Rose experiencing these things. And not only that, but it kind of opens up the door to her past trauma and her anxiety about her mother taking her own, her own life as well. So that kind of triggers things. And we figure out this being, I don't know if it necessarily has a name, but this entity feeds. It has it has a very, um, very funny <laughs> voice at one point. <laughs> Hello, Rose. I was, I was like, like oh. where does that come from? That's just weird. So random. Yeah, I was like, oh, so we're doing that, that, you know, that the mult the multi-level like voice devil-esque, like, hello, Rose, or something like that. I don't know. I was like, oh, like for a second, I was like, eh, but yeah, it was just a giant. The, the voice was a big eh for me. I was like, that just didn't fit. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was, I thought it did its job for what it is. Cause I mean, half, half of horror is like, you know, those super loud, like there's nothing scarier than waking up in like the middle of the night and then like hearing like knocking on your door or like thumping. And it's just like, it, it always gets you, but yeah, of course, you know, there's a lot of, um, jump scares in this movie as well. But yeah, um, as I was saying before, you know, we, we start to see, you know, the things that Rose is experiencing from this other person and they miraculously find like this, like 20 person chain that this has been happening to. And, um, Rose dies. I had a feeling she wasn't going to make it out, but when she stepped into like their old, their old, like childhood home, I was like, Oh, this is going to be creepy. But then the twist is you think that Rose defeats the entity, the monster, but it was, it's all like in her head. And I was like, Oh man, like that was pretty clever. But what did you think of that twist? I guess that would be the spoiler, but yeah, I guess the, I guess the twist, I mean, the monster like tricks her into thinking she won, but then she kind of is awoken back in the real life and her ex-boyfriend. I get, I'm trying to remember. She goes back to his apartment early. She thinks she does. She does, but then it ends up being that she's still, in entranced or whatever. Yeah. Cause the, the, the monster makes it seem like she set the monster on fire and then she yeah. escapes. And I was and like, she sets oh. herself on fire. Right. Yeah. 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 Towards the end. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that was, yeah. And then, I mean, the curse continues because her, her plan was to, you know, it was about what a week, no, no patient or nobody who was cursed with this uh, entity had lasted longer than a week. So she decides to go out to her old family home, which they kind of slightly mentioned during the beginning of the movie. 
and to wait out her days until she's dead in order to kill this thing forever. But I feel like the monster would have known that. So that's probably why, you know, that whole ruse happens. But I thought it was very, very clever for what it was. But yeah, I guess that is the um, the twist. I guess there's one other reveal with the uh, the poor cat. Kind oh of, my uh, gosh! Yeah, it's messed up a bit, and then it's just scars that her little nephew for life. I feel like that was terrible. I did not expect that to happen, like yeah. at all. I figured something would happen to the cat, but I didn't think. I put it together as he was about to open it. I was like, "Oh boy, that's not good." And they didn't like because we saw her wrap the train all together, and I was like, "Okay, you know that's in the box." When did that switch out? I'm like, what kind of powers does this, this thing have? <laughs> I mean, it's got limitless powers. Apparently, you can just make voice make voices. It can make you super tall. Just anything you want. It was the, the monster was. I mean, it was kind of freaky, but like, yeah, it was just like a giant lady with like super big eyes and like a really yeah. Big it was just smile. kind of the generic go to tall, lots of limbs. It's been going around for the past few years. Right. But I will say much like with barbarian and, and mother. Um, but I will say the, the, it was pretty graphic at times. Like when they were like pulling like the skin off their face and the monsters doing the same and like engulfs her in that reminded me of seeing men, a 24s men. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but there is a really freaky, like flesh scene that happens in that movie where it, and it lasts personally, I think it lasts a little bit too long, but it feels like it lasts like 10 minutes, but it doesn't really, but on at least the first watch, but yeah, that, that was pretty graphic for, for a, for a horror movie for a smile. I did not expect them to go that far, but yeah, I mean, the monster was pretty generic, but it was, I was expecting her mom or like the entity of her mom to like to start sprinting towards her. But I was like, Oh no, she's not going to do that. But the guy did her ex-boyfriend did, but we already saw that in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it overall, I think it's a, um, I mean, I think it's a fine movie, probably one of the best horror movies out there this year. But did you have any other uh, final thoughts before we get into our, our ratings here? I think we covered most of it. Yay. Original horror. Yeah, yeah, original horror for the win. It's, you know, it, uh, yeah, I, f- I feel like we've talked about this movie enough, but it's because really there's not much that happens. Like, I mean, it's a thorough ride for sure, but like once it's over, it's over. You know, this isn't like part of a franchise or anything. And I hope they don't try to make it a part of a franchise, but they probably will, I, I would imagine, based on how successful this has been. Smile to the smiling. And the smiling smile to they slash them. Oh no. Bacon's unite. <laughs> the, the bacon verse is here. They could get Kevin Bacon for a sequel. They could. They he, definitely he's looking could. for his lost daughter who's been mysteriously killed. Oh there we go. In more ways than one. A lot of uh yeah, I think that's there's a lot of layers there. I I, I think that can that can happen. I think this is through is this through universal or is this paramount i think this is paramount yeah it is paramount yeah distributed by paramount pictures that's what i thought and edited by (laughs) elliot greenberg (laughs) so with all that said we have pretty much reached the end of our review here so Devin, what would you give 
Smile for your rating. I give Smile a, a solid 70. Like I mentioned, it's very well made, oh. very well acted. There's definitely some issues with the story and kind of the, the genericism of the ending and, and kind of the, the track they chose to go with. But like I said before, original horror for the win and um, did a good job overall. Okay. Yeah. So 70 out of 100 for Devin. For me, I think I'm going to give this... I think it's the thing I am going to give this like a solid 80 out of 100 because on Letterboxd, I gave it about, yeah, like four out of five stars. Like, I think this is definitely one of the best horror movies of this year. It it does everything it's supposed to do. Like we say, you know, it's disturbing. There's a lot of themes and layers. You might want to call it elevated horror. <laughs> horror. I, don't know, I, think we're, I think we're fighting back on that one now. These directors don't like it. Yeah, I, I guess so, but that is definitely a conversation for another time. But all horror is equal no matter what people label certain things. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would give it a solid 80. I Like I said, I, I think that this has done its job. <laughs> it definitely creeped me the heck out. So, Job well done to the cast and crew. Job well done to Parker Finn. <laughs> because there was, I mean, it was felt like a Flanagan movie for a few, um, you know, jump scares here and there. Because my gosh, that was, whew, it, it was, it was very unsettling. But that's what a horror movie is supposed to do. It's supposed to keep you on your toes, give you that adrenaline rush. So with all that said, that concludes our episode here of Smile. And if you like what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, or your significant other. Make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a movie lover in need and really quick what is coming up slash what is out right now on the podcast what is out right now we have our enola homes 2 review it is spoiler free for everyone to listen to it hits netflix november 4th and we also have our hot d season finale which we covered with the amazing tessa aka mama's geeky and you can also check out our black adam review that me and Devin covered uh, together. And that was a doozy. But (laughs) with all that said for our on deck, what's coming up next, we got some, some black Panther, some, some Wakanda forever coming out and some glass onion uh, on Netflix. I'm very, very excited for that. But, um, and of course, I'm sorry, uh, we're going to be reviewing uh, a 24's latest movie called Causeway. Uh, which stars the Jennifer Lawrence and Brian Tyree Henry as well. It's it's it is a cool hour and thirty minute movie, Devin. It's nice, you know. It it, it has that a twenty four vibe. I think you're gonna like it. I really think you're gonna like it. So, with all that said, we hope you guys have a great day. And we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys next spooky season. Not really, but we'll see you guys later. (laughs) Peace.